This is Jason Holleran. I proudly served for 33 years, culminating as the Deputy Commandant at West Point. Put this on your calendar. World War II weekend inside Old Bethpage Village Restoration on Long Island. Scores of operational vintage armor in formation May 18th and 19th. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman invites you to join him in saluting America's greatest generation and all those who have worn the uniform in defense of our freedoms. That's May 18th and 19th, presented by the Museum of American Armor. Kills and Nash, Ohio, and our next guest. I really love this guy. You know, I got to um, know Steve's colleagues pretty good now on this show quite a bit out of Louisiana. But Jim Jordan is another great American congressman of the great state of Ohio. He's been on, I believe, once before, making his second visit with me, Sid Rosenberg, live right now from Ohio, I believe, maybe in D.C., is Jim Jordan. Jim, welcome back to New York. Good morning. How are you, pal? I'm fine, Sid. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving week, and uh, good to be with you. Good to have you, too. I had a great Thanksgiving. Hope you did, too. But yours, Mm -hmm. Jim, wasn't all that great because last I checked, (laughs) what the hell happened in Columbus on Saturday afternoon? Yeah, Yeah, that was was tough for for Buckeye fans. Uh, But actually, there was some good – I went to uh, undergrad University of Wisconsin, and so they're hiring a Buckeye to uh, to where the Badgers are. Uh, Luke Fickle's going to be the new new coach there, and and so we're excited about that for Badgerland. But, yeah, it was a tough, tough day for Buckeye folks, um, Buckeye fans last week. But best of luck to Michigan. We'll see what happens in the Big Ten game and then on to the the playoffs. Yeah, no, I did see the Fickle news. That is good news. And, of course, Michigan will take on Purdue in the Big Ten game this weekend, and then right now they're number two behind Georgia. Two straight years Jim Harbaugh has beaten Ohio State. That's unheard of, Jim Jordan. Unheard of. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, because his his run before that with with Ohio State wasn't, I think it was like 0-6 or something. 0-8, I think. They wanted to fire him. Maybe you're right. Yeah, Yeah, I knew it was was several several years in a row, so... uh, yeah, that's uh, quite the rivalry, and uh, like I said, we'll see what happens here the next couple of weeks. Well, I want to bring you back to exactly three weeks ago today, Jim Jordan. Three weeks mm-hmm. ago today, Mr. Congressman. Uh, that was Election Day, and uh, you were on before in Scalise, yeah. and I had a whole bunch of guys. I remember watching Jesse Waters the night before, and he's yelling at Carl Rove, we're getting 54, man, we're getting 55. And, of course, yeah. we didn't. And now we lost the Senate. We're waiting on this Georgia runoff. We did take back the House, but by a very, very, very slim margin. So I'll ask you what I asked everybody else, Jim Jordan. What happened? Yeah. Yeah, no, a good question. Um, uh, You know, now the good news is, look what happened in New York and and, uh, in California. We picked up seats in those states. I I remember two, two, three, four years ago, the Democrats were saying, oh, we're going to turn Texas blue. It's going to turn Florida blue. Well, far from it. In fact, those states got redder. Ohio, Ohio is, is strong red state now, and and you know California and, and New York are less blue. So there's some positive. We we took back the house, but yeah, we thought we were going to do better. 
Um, I do think one of the just sort of nuts and bolts practical things we got to focus on is uh, it's a different world now with this mail-in and voting that the Democrats have put in place in some of these states, and we're going to have to play that game, the ballot harvesting game that should be illegal but isn't in some states. And so where it isn't illegal, we're going to have to do it, and we're going to have to do a better job of, of, of getting votes in early uh, for our candidates if we're going to be able to compete with the Democrats uh, in, in some of these states, particularly out west. I'm glad you said that. I said the same thing. I said instead of yelling about the Democrats' ballot harvesting, let's play their game. You know, It's working yeah. for them, right? Let's not. What do you think, Jim Jordan, about Carrie Lake refusing to concede in Arizona? I haven't looked at in, in detail that I need to talk to some of my colleagues from from Arizona to see if there's you know really some election concerns and ballot concerns in Maricopa County and some of the other counties. I, I read a little bit about it yesterday, so I don't know for sure. I will say this: I thought you know when you saw the candidates before election day, you, you, you were like, "How can Carrie Lake not win this? She, she seems so much better, so much more articulate out on the stump compared to her her opponent." But it looks like uh, Miss Miss Hobbs is uh, is going to be the, the the governor. So, uh, but I don't know the particulars of what what the concerns being raised by the by the late campaign are. Now let's talk about a race that I know you've got your eye on every day. We all do. It's coming closer and closer to December the sixth, and that's that runoff race in Georgia yeah. with Warnock, who yesterday, when given the chance to talk about Biden coming down at the stump room, was like, eh, maybe not. And Marshall uh, <laughs> Walker, our guy. Um, I don't know, Jim, based upon the way the the rest of these races are going, if you're a Republican and you feel like we're going to lose this one, you're probably right in that mindset. But what are you thinking this morning? Well, you know, I think it's a toss up. I think uh, we got to do everything we can to help Herschel. Uh, let's hope he uh, he wins this thing. Uh, you, you're right, though. There's not a Democrat candidate in the country who wants Joe Biden uh, near him during the campaign, <laughs> which, again, is, is, is what's frustrating because, you know, you, you, we, we literally went from – and I, I kept saying this in the, in, the, in the weeks running up to the election. You know, we went from a secure border to no border. We went from safe, safe streets to record crime. We went from $2 gas to $5 gas, and we went from stable prices to record inflation. And in addition to doing all that, they come after your First Amendment liberties, your Second Amendment liberties, your due process rights, and, and they weaponize the DOJ against we the people. So, uh, and Joe Biden had the lowest approval rating of any president probably in, in, in history, it, it seems. So you would think that it would have went better for Republicans. And so, again, I think some of those nuts and bolts things are we're going to have to focus on. But let's hope Herschel wins. It, it does make a difference, even though we've, we've lost the Senate because of the tie-breaking vote with the vice president now, uh, even if Herschel wins. It's still better to have 50-50 because that splits the committee's. It just gives us a little better chance to, 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 to push back on the crazy things the Democrats want to do. Agreed. Uh, better than 51-49. Jim, you mentioned uh, this is the great congressman, Jim Jordan out of Ohio. I love this guy. Uh, Jim, you mentioned uh, nobody wants to be anywhere near Biden. And my fear is that's also becoming somewhat true with Trump and this uh, dinner he had with Yi West and this other neo-Nazi on Saturday night, at least here in New York, it's a very big Jewish population. Maybe like Shaker Heights out by you, Jim. He uh-huh. is uh, coming under a lot of fire, a lot of fire for that dinner. Do you have an opinion on that, Trump? Well, look, everyone knows President Trump's not anti-Semitic. They know he's not racist. Uh, and he was one of the best presidents we ever had. Um, so I, I think people people just, just fundamentally get that. Um, the, the the fact is I do think he's uh, uh, was a great president who did – more of what he said he would do than any president I've ever seen. 
Um, and he did it with everyone in this, this town against him. Every Democrat was against him. Everyone in the mainstream press was against him. Half the Republicans were against him. All the bureaucracy, which is maybe the most important thing, was still against him. And in spite of all that, he got more done than anyone else uh, coming into that job. So uh, I, I'm a big President Trump supporter because he's the kind of he's got the kind of mindset and toughness you need to come to this place and take on. You know what we commonly call the swamp, and that's probably the best description to take on the swamp and get things done for we the people. Um, but yeah, as far as this this dinner, everyone knows the president's not uh, not in any way racist right. or anti-Semitic, and that there's no place for that kind of garbage anyway. All right, no, I mean he did more for Israel than anybody else, but a little tone deaf, Jim. I think you even admit that. I mean, he is all those things you just talked about. He's all those things, but he's got to be careful. There's a there's a storm. It's not a hurricane. It's Ron DeSantis down in Florida. If he decides to run. Then uh, he's going to give Trump a run for his money. Do you care either way? You love, um, I would imagine you like both of those guys. You just want a Republican to win, right? Well, no, I'm, I like them both, but I'm a Trump guy. I want, okay. I want President Trump. You want to Trump to win. win. But, right. but I'll tell you this about, about Governor DeSantis. He's done a great job as governor of a, of a great state. And, um, you know, we formed this group in, in Congress seven years ago. Uh, there were nine of us who put together the House Freedom Caucus, and, and Ron was one of the original nine. So, um, you know, Ron, Ron DeSantis has done an outstanding job as, as governor of, of Florida. And like I said, was one of, the, one of the founding members of the Freedom Caucus when we formed that group a few years back. But I'm for President Trump. Gotcha. Jim Jordan, I have to ask you about Kevin McCarthy. Uh, what he said last week, Ken, I have to tell you, Jim, he may, I was so excited. I'm getting rid of Eric yeah. Swalwell. I'm getting rid of Adam Schiff. I'm getting rid of Omar. I'm going to impeach Mayorkas. I'm going to impeach Biden. Kevin McCarthy <laughs> last week was like Donald Trump. He wanted a piece of everybody. Uh, how do you feel about what he said last week and the possibility, if not probability, of him becoming majority speaker? Yeah. The, the, so, so Kevin has done, a, I think, a great job of keeping our team together. I use this example all the time, but but you know, a few years ago when the Democrats did their crazy impeachment, first impeachment of President Trump on the phone call with Zelensky, um, uh, the conventional wisdom was when we started that thing that every Democrat was going to vote in the House was going to vote to impeach President Trump. A bunch of Republicans were going to join in, and it was just going to be a disaster. Well, after we go through that thing for four months, fighting the fight, putting the facts out there, every single Republican in the House of Representatives voted not to impeach. Several Democrats joined us. One Democrat switched parties. And is now a great member of, of the Republican conference. Wow. That doesn't happen if you don't have the kind of leadership in place that we have with, with Leader McCarthy. So, uh, yeah, and then his, his willingness to do the investigations and get the facts to the American people that we need to do in Congress and to push that, that in that area, I think, is, is, is right on target. And then, of course, what he's saying about the border issue, the crime issue, uh, the energy issue, um, uh, I think is exactly what we need. So, um, yeah, I appreciate what he had to say last week as well. On the way out, uh, the very busy congressman out of Ohio, Jim Jordan, one of my favorite guys uh, in government today, just uh, as you can hear, a straight speaker, a super guy. Uh, you mentioned the border issue, and Mayorkas has to go. We know that. They're lying every day. He is Biden. So is Harris. But this latest development, Jim, where we're allowing Chevron to drill oil in Venezuela for that murderous dictator Maduro, you guys got to be in Congress. You got to be shaking your head like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? Well, there is a point where you just kind of, you kind of want to just put the you know your hand on your head and like what is, what, what are these guys <laughs> like so so we're gonna we're gonna let the dictator in Venezuela drill but we're gonna shut down pipelines not gonna let you know more leases happen on federal land here drive up the cost of gas from you know up to five dollars a gallon a few months back uh, we're going to pick a special counsel we didn't even talk about we're gonna pick a special counsel <laughs> to investigate 
the, so the attorney general for, for President Biden is going to pick a, a special counsel to investigate President Biden's likely opponent, and he's going to pick a guy, Jack Smith, who was looking for ways to prosecute the very people <laughs> Lois Lerner 10 years ago was, was targeting at the IRS. And you're like, you can't make this stuff up. Uh, we're going we're to have a secretary of Homeland Security who's intentionally going to open up our border and let millions and millions and millions of people just come into the country. Like, so at some point you step back and you're like, these guys are just – they're intentionally doing what we all know are harmful things to the greatest country ever. And that's what's so frustrating about what, what you know, didn't quite materialize in the way we wanted on Election Day. But I do think the American people have, are, are – with each day they see this Biden administration are figuring out just how bad the left is and how dangerous the left has become. Well, uh, on that note, last 30 seconds, J.D. Vance, your thoughts on him in your home state. Good you man. guys close? Yeah, good man. He did a, did a great job. And, uh, you know, the, the old line, it never hurts to have smart people in charge. J.D.'s <laughs> one sharp guy. Yeah. And um, I, I'm, I'm glad he's going to be uh, our, our newest United States senator from the, from the Buckeye State. And he's going to do a great job for us. You are. You do a great job here. I'm always really honored, Jim, when you stop by. I really consider you one of the great American politicians today. Thank you so much for hopping on this morning. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Take care. Merry Christmas. There he is. Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GobbleLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.